You're listening to The Simply Flawsome Show, a podcast designed for you to listen, learn, and leverage. Please welcome your host, Zoe Turner. Dr. Shambu's legendary Panchakarma, and I can personally testify how incredible that they are. So first of all, Dr. Shambu, can you take us back? Where did it all start, and how did you get involved in this line of work? Uh, first of all, it's a traditional thing. I'm born in a family, uh, parents, uh, both my parents are uh, medically trained doctors. So when we say medically trained means uh, they also trained in Western medicine, also in Ayurvedic medicine, uh, and then of course their ancestors. And, uh, so they, so I'm born in that family. So from my childhood, helping my father making medicines and everything. And uh, officially, I got my Ayurvedic uh, medical degrees, which is in India under the Medical Council. Ayurveda, Western medicine, which is allopathy, homeopathy, all these things under the same uh, department and are an equal uh, course of five and a half years as a starting, then you go specialize and so on. So I'm trained in the Ayurvedic medicine and I got my medical uh, degrees and licenses in 88, 89 time. And from that time, I'm practicing there. So the, the, what happened at that point was Usually trained in a traditional way, seeing uh, mostly Indian people and other things. Then eventually I move into an area where there are a lot of uh, people come for tourism and other things. So from that point, it was a slightly different way of doing the treatment without uh, changing any of the original principles due to structural, uh, ethnic, uh, and other logistical things. From India, a slightly different way of doing it. Uh, so that's how I, I evolved in my own evolution, in my treatment and so on, which also changed my own personality part and so on. So. Thank you. So when I speak to my friends about Panchakarma, none of them has a clue what it is. So can you briefly explain what Panchakarma is and what it entails? Without... Uh, using any Sanskrit words or anything, to speak in a very simple language. The Panchakarma remove all your acquired physical toxins and emotional imprints you acquired from your childhood and until now. So when we do Panchakarma, first of course like you are in a washing machine, like you go through the physical detox, <coughs> then all the emotional imprints start to come out. So that will produce an exit an emotional <coughs> exit from your past. So the past emotional marker will not dictate, control your future decision-making process. Because something happened 20 years ago, 30 years ago, cannot run your story into the future. Did that make a person stuck in the past, actually? 
So during the process, when the emotional part comes out, in an Ayurvedic language we use this sattvic, rajasic, tamasic, anyway, the point is, it makes you more and more emotional free, though the emotional influence or manipulation in your pure intelligence become less and less. And you can see future in a very different format than the past uh, influencing it. So that'll be a complete exit from the emotional past or emotions influencing your intelligence. So that'll be a complete exit. Here. So Panchakarma helps get rid of all the emotional behaviors or negative habitual the, patterns that we formed in our past. Based on certain incidences today. or uh, things happened in your life. So here after Panchakarma, the memory will be there, they stay as an incident, but the emotional uh, attachment, influence of from coming from that incident, which is silently influencing your character, identity and so on, mm. it won't be there. So it turned out as an incident that you went through that situation. Okay, then that's it. But it will not. So affect it reduces your... the emotional connection that we place exactly. on negative experiences. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. So, so you won't be based on certain experience. You won't be guarded all the time. But by being guarded or being alert, you may be missing some beautiful opportunities in the future mm. by labeling certain things based on some experiences. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. Focus of this season is on mental health. So how can Panchakarma help people who are suffering with depression and anxiety? When uh, we go through Panchakarma, of course it's coming with touch. And the touch, of course, in the form of massages with oils, flowers and everything. And as you know, the touch is the first thing coming from the security marker of a baby to the mother. So from that touch then change into different size, shape and uh, different interpretations of touch. So here when we go with Panchakana, definitely the touch is involved with oil massages, different people, personalities touching you. So it's not a spa procedure to give you confidence. Spa procedure is to make you comfortable and to make you feel like a king or queen. For the spa, hours. when you go to a spa. spa. So mm -hmm. to, it is okay, you mm -hmm. need to feel like king or queen. Mm -hmm. But here, when you go through touch and other things, it's like a deep shoveling up, like a drilling from inside. So the personality of the therapist, uh, and we change the therapist every day, all these things, when they touch you, start to evoke, provoke, release a lot it's of It's like getting a bulldozer on your inside. It's like, it's like a, yeah, like a shoveling up, like a, like a shovel or a drill in, in a different way. Of course, it's comfortable. But of course, you 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 are um, so in a spa. They were trained to please you completely. You know, it's a comfortable procedure here. It is still comfortable, but you suddenly feel go through those people in your life start to manifest in your therapist, and it's something similar like I don't know if you know about the uh, the family constellation therapy by Dr. Hellinger. So you can manifest the people in your life around you if you are in a new location. So when the therapist touch you. It will manifest. And we need that manifestation or provocation or bringing out from a touch. Then there are sequences there, with dripping oil there to produce melatonin, serotonin, endorphins. And by touch and by some other procedures in Panchakarma, that based on the body type. And the body type is the three body types and the combinations of it. This we will do in consultation. And then we go through a particular protocol that also involves with uh, 
certain enemy market always because the enema doesn't mean that don't worry about it, it's very comfortable. It's not about your constipation toilet or you don't have to run to the toilet or anything. It's your gut brain axis because your your gut is your primary brain where all you keep all your emotions, feelings there. So that's where we need to release all these things. As long as it's there, those emotions, something happened in your childhood or later, still run your story even if you're in your seventies or eighties. But that's a waste because something happened there shouldn't run your story for the next 50, 80 years. Shouldn't. So we have to remove it. So through touch and the touch produce all those common chemicals, neurotransmitters, melatonin, serotonins, endorphins, because uh, massage and other things are passive exercise and there is continuous. So all these things will come up there. And then there are sequences there. Then you go through certain vulnerabilities, sensitivities, based on what you keep in there. So that's strictly an individual process. And then we talk to the person and develop that. Everything you're talking about is based in science. You know, it's based in scientific evidence. So you're talking about touch producing kind of feel-good hormones such as serotonin and oxytocin and all of this. So it's all scientific because based. It is completely scientific because First touch, security from a mother to the baby is still the touch. But what about what happens when a child hasn't had those secure attachments in their early years? Yeah, as a human being, they're always looking for security zones, comfort zones, feel safe. And as you know, touch is also a biggest manipulator. So when somebody goes through touch in their life, and there are different forms of touch involved, and based on different forms of touch, how that's influencing their personality, decision-making process, and other things. And then we go into different uh, interpretations of touch and so on. So that is, then based on that, if it's on a positive level, of course it's a good touch. On a negative level, this can be manipulatory or negative, so. What do you mean by the touch, more? You know, because you said that it can reflect on how we feel about our outer world. Dr. Shambhu has to go. <laughs> we will continue this talking and uh, we will continue from this. Uh, yes, yeah. to be continued. Thank you. Yeah. Here we are back again talking to Dr. Shambhu. He's so busy and yesterday he had to rush off. So to continue our discussion from yesterday, Dr. Shanru, how can Panchakarma, because the focus this season is on mental health, how can Panchakarma help those individuals that are suffering from depression and anxiety? So, well, uh, in, in Panchakarma, first we will look at uh, the, the body types. And in the body type, as you know, we have these three body types, Vata, Vita, and Kampa, but we will look within the body type how the masculine energy and the feminine energy play there. What I'm referring here is, for a woman, if due to circumstances, survival situations, if she had to project, emphasize the masculine energy, which is not her original thing, but for the time being, for survival, she's pushing it too much, then of course it got a, a, a stressful consequence. 
so for a man, again due to some reason when a man or cannot project express the masculinity, which means he is uh, retreating, surrendering or becoming or uh, using more, uh, not using the word becoming feminine but uh, retreating, which is actually uh, for the man feel like not masculine or feel defeated. So in this concept, we have to, the Panchakarama is going to enhance who you are or the real you, the default you. So you become more feminine, that's your, if you're a woman, that's your stronger side. But in some uh, situations, you have to use your masculine energy for the moment, which is uh, correct and justified. And for the man, it's the same way. Other than that, if it's a prolonged, continuous, chronic scenario, is there. So Panchakarma is going to correct these things and by correcting it, the negative, I mean the neurotransmitters that are responsible for uh, depression and other uh, psychological uh, scenarios start to become less and disappear. That's how we deal with it. Okay, okay, thank you. So over the years we've had some very interesting discussions about relationships and especially about the masculine and the feminine. Um, how do you successfully create a good balance of the masculine and feminine to enable a relationship to um, function effectively? When uh, a two individual go to an intimate level, that intimacy can be in a multiple levels, multiple dimension, physical, mental, uh, spiritual, social, a lot of levels. So in that level, the connecting bond is how their masculine and feminine energy is playing or interacting there. So in some uh, situation, a woman going to be masculine and the man uh, coordinating, uh, responding to it and turning into a woman or vice versa in, in that level. So it's basically like a, in, in a pure sense, between two individuals, it's like a beautiful dance, where the masculine and feminine sides start to interchange and everything. So when you're talking about a successful, the word I prefer is on the moment, how deeply you connect. I think uh, I connect the word success to how deeply you connect that moment. Okay. Again, another moment is another moment. Mm. So success doesn't mean that we are talking about a window and you have to be successful there. For that moment, how deeply you connect and beautifully expressing your masculine and feminine side. To go through that thing, uh, we need to actually remove our certain internal blocks, uh, emotional blocks or certain um, social uh, and personal projections regarding masculine and feminine side. So the, the simple procedure is everything related to touch or the touch is a main ingredient here and how a person being touched, again mentally touched and physically touched, that's the one removing all those emotional imprints in them, preventing them from completely expressing their masculine and feminine feminine side at the moment. So a person, in, in my, my point of view, uh, to be healthy, should go for regular massages, 
regularly get touched, hugged, and in that level. So touch is a major delete button to remove all those emotional junk files, preventing that individual to express completely. Mm. So yeah. do get touched as much as possible in every level. Mm -hmm. So there's no overload here. And that increases the oxytocin levels in our yeah, body. Give all those calming chemicals and other things. Of course, I mean you're dealing with uh, the people you are comfortable with, and but touch is a major uh, serotonin, melatonin, endorphin. You know, it enhances the thing in that beautiful environment. Then it expands your intimacy to another level. That is a marker of success to go more deeper, deeper, deeper there. Yeah. So many people struggle with successful relationships and I just want to kind of try and expand a little bit on the, the masculine and feminine and like how really how important is that within a relationship because in today's society we have so many women that are self-sufficient and women that do everything they provide for themselves they go out to work for the breadwinners and that can create a an imbalance. Um, you know, many women are working in a in a masculine kind of uh, a male orientated workforce. They develop masculine traits, so I think naturally they become more masculine. And sometimes it can take away the femininity, and it can kind of have a negative effect on their relationships. Can you expand on this? It's, it's, a, it's, it's a big complex subject. So I think uh, I, I think I try to ex explain little by little mm -hmm. my uh, what, what I'm trying to say in my feeling and knowledge and experiences. Uh, in the current uh, job climate and everything, everybody know a woman is a multitasker and uh, know things, how to manage it in a different, softer way. So I think uh, they prefer a female employee more than a male employee. It is because of the convenience of the management. And I think, uh, I am not allowed to say in that way, but still they prefer an unmarried woman because she will give all her pain to the, to the institution. The moment she married, her loyalty changed and a lot of things there. But anyway, it's, it's, a, it's a subject I don't want to go there. But the point is, so in that environment where men start to play, do things in another environment, it's a masculine environment where it's like a, a competition, hierarchy, testosterone-based interactions. So the current environments are a little bit restrictive for men and it's natural that more and more when men are actually out of the job uh, forces. So women are getting more jobs as a, because of all these factors, I think. Because of this thing, I don't think that will make a woman masculine. Because a woman is uh, running a house. A house is a business itself. It needs a system, structure, fiscal management, and so on. But the issue is the man living there, how that man accommodating 
that feminine energy of the woman taking over and respecting it. That's the issue here. So other than that, I, I don't think a woman working, become a breadwinner, getting more salary than a man is an issue. Mm. But uh, it is a man's issue how his competition, he feel like I should be the breadwinner. So these are like a deep uh, male uh, sensitivities playing here. So this is how I see this part there. So then it come to um, a woman to see the men feel like a little bit defeated here or something like that. Even if he don't feel defeated, he respect his wife, she's smart, she's getting more paycheck, bigger paycheck than me uh, in that sense. So I think it's, it is that individual adjustment between two individuals. On a deeper level, these things shouldn't affect their intimacy. This is affecting their intimacy by these reasons. Uh, then these are social interferences and uh, job, social and paycheck interferences affecting the whole thing. But beyond that point, if they can remove that thing as an outside factor, like as two people are working together as a partner, then only the real intimacy part start to develop there. So I really personally don't uh, think that a woman become a breadwinner, get a more paycheck, will not make her masculine. Actually, that make her more into a matriarchal style management, like a matriarchal management uh, in that level, than adopting a masculinity there. Yeah, this is how I see it. What are feminine qualities for a woman, and what are masculine qualities for a man? On a classic primal level, uh, as another positive thing, the man bring the the, the bread, the, the hundred objects to the home, and the women are there in the territory with the kids and other things because men act like a bodyguard, act like a territory. That's tradition, but it is still the primal part of the brain was what's, what happened last, uh, I don't know, 100,000 years or 200,000 years, maybe more, whatever. Uh, so now in, in our new reality in the last, uh, in the after industrial revolution in the last 200 uh, years later in this window, I think uh, we have to take that primal part of the brain, how the feeling is, and, and, and override with a uh, uh, fine intellectual sensitivity. Of course, the primal part is where it being based on. It will be always there. You cannot reject it. You cannot hide from it. So it is. I, I think personally, how a person between the frontal cortex, which is come with those fine feelings, and the the, the the reptilian brain, which is playing with the tribal primal feelings, every individual, man, woman, go through this constant conflict from the evolved brain in the front in the frontal cortex and the primal territorial uh, thing there. So how an individual balance between these two things, then only they can connect to the other person. So there's, uh, so my answer to that question is, it comes to the man, it comes to the woman, how they manage their two parts of the brain. One is an evolved brain, civilized, advanced brain, and the other part is a primal brain, tribal brain. And these two brains are in every individual is in a conflict. Or you can put it into those some of these movies. They talk about the dark side and the uh, the 
light side and you know those kind of things, which is a, a conflict constantly going on. This is an eternal conflict. So the moment you balance it, then you are comfortable. Then from that platform, you connect emotionally, intimate, in a many level which you can do. It's when two people balance that area and connect together, I think that's a success comfort there. And that's what Punch Karma does. It aims between to connecting between the, 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 the primal and, 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 the, and these two mm -hmm. parts and the, the dark and the light side of an because you cannot delete it or one thing the other. Because one was based on built on the other from a, uh, from our part of our food chain, uh, the dog eating the dog, or the dog eating the, that's what they call it. Uh, it's like a food chain, part of the food chain. So we came through over a two million years of evolution with a pretty much violent evolution over the time, developed into civilized systems. So, but still that violent transition, we call violent because it looked violent. Uh, Know, every interaction in a primal negative level is actually a rape to steal the genes. And by stealing many, 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 many genes from collectively develop into an organism. That's how every organism evolved over the time. So then, of course, it turned into a beautiful, come with a certain beautiful feelings or climaxing and beautiful moments coming with the intimacy. Before, I think it was almost like a, uh, a conquer, mm -hmm. invasion or an attack mm -hmm. between two bacteria and two virus multiplying together, coming to a multicellular to multicellular level. So we came through a process which is still in our memory. Coming to Panchakarma Ayurveda, when we do the Shivadara dripping all in the forehead, we are actually balancing these two parts in, in the dark side and the light side. And how do you manage both? Because it's still there. The most uh, soft, sane person can be also have the other stronger side. Uh, same the other way around. The most uh, complicated person, um, violent person, also have the most gentle side. So it is, it's a thing. So when one side starts to take over, then the anomaly conflict starts. So coming to two individuals, how they conquer their both of the brain, and then how, after that, how they manage to connect with other people. That's how we, I think, the basis of success in an energetic language. Mm -hmm. And punch karma helps with that process by getting rid of the excess pitta, etc., etc. But by, by Panchakama is actually managing, we cannot stop any of those things, uh -huh. these are primal programs in the human body. Panchakama removes the excesses, the excess of the, the primal part or the excess of the, even if somebody is too sophisticated, too uh, civilized or something, it's also kind of a little unnatural. So it's a good blend between I'm going to be able to stay alive. How many times a year should, do you feel someone should be having uh, the pension card? These procedures like a constant correction because the elements around you, society around you is constantly uh, imbalance the system. That's why we, we call it so. Pension is like correcting those constitutional energies we call Adhapita and Kappa. Then of course, after some time, the system try to imbalance you, corrupt you, 
uh, correct uh, the balance. It, it, it's a process. This is again, so once a year or one year to one and a half year is a way to ideally to do it, but some people who cannot do it should do regularly massage, even if all they can do self-massage with oils and other mm. things. But this is still a kind of panchakarma, and um, panchakarma is a different subject with uh, five different procedures. So, But still, the pre-panchakarma procedure is a massage and other things to prepare the body for those uh, five procedures. So by applying the oils in the body, massaging and everything will always help you to stay balanced, stay correct. Yeah. Okay. Slightly going off topic, um, I've spoken to you, spoken before about panchakarma and fertility, yeah. um, and more specifically age, mm -hmm. uh, especially women that are over 40. Yeah. Many times you've said to me, um, age is just a number. Um, but what can you expand on that? A little bit more because there's so many women that are in the 40s and they think that their time is up in terms of in terms of having a baby how can panchakarma help with that process and do you really feel that um age is just a number do you think the age is irrelevant when it comes to to having children if the body is corrected no medically speaking age got a factor age is there uh, because the body go through certain changes with that age. Sure, like and, menopause. Yeah, menopause and the hardening, thickening of the walls of the, of the eggs, and sure. the, um, hatching of the eggs, the sperm count in the man, mortality. So, so a lot of factors are there. Uh, what we noticed in Panchakarna or in this Ayurvedic procedure is, uh, it's again coming to the masculine and feminine side. Uh, you know, some. Uh, people come for different treatments mm -hmm. and we are doing panchakarma for that thing but that panchakarma is actually uh, developing their original feminine side for a woman when they become very feminine uh, they become naturally more fertile so then uh, we get a mail oh you know now you know, with my husband I'm, I'm pregnant again I'm pregnant is kind of unusual and, uh, so Actually, we are doing treatment for some other issues and other things. But as a side effect, it corrects your energetic who you are, either masculine or feminine in that sense. So then automatically the body reset there. So fertility, uh, so it's like uh, we didn't do the treatment for fertility. There's a treatment protocols in Ayurveda for fertility. But even doing Panchakarma, it corrects the male energy, female, for men it improves the sperm count, mortality, uh, all kind of a masculine uh, libido and tribe and so on. So all these factors start to enhance the fertility, libido, the personal well-being. You know, when these feelings come there, they naturally start to feel young. That itself is an anti-aging feeling. And they look young. They look more vibrant and energetic instead of a Tired mood look. So, this uh, definitely helps, but it doesn't mean that uh, definitely certain uh, situation coming from the age, we can reverse it to an extent, uh, but we cannot stop aging completely. So, it depends on the individual condition and the markers of a person. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you.
All right, thank you. Thank you very much. And yeah, thank you, Dr. Shambu. Thank you. It's a nice talk and thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you for your time because I know you're very, very busy. Okay, guys, um, so until the next time, thank you.